Hey, y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and this is an episode of Chidi's Podcast. Damn sure is. Brought to you by Mucinex. <laughs> Are you sick again? So sick. You're absolutely demonically sick. Shouldn't have shared a mic with two people, but I did all weekend because I got to pay for this Mucinex somehow. Your eyes look so glassy. You look like shit. They go really well with your fever blister. I don't know what it is about a bloody lip, but people people want to touch it. Oh no! People keep people keep being like your lips bleeding, and then putting their finger no. like pointing to no. it, but dangerously close. And I'm like, I, I, have you have you learned anything in the past three years? No, don't touch people's mouths, and also don't touch my open wound on my mouth. And I mean, you can you can get my disease. You can get my STD. Mustard. You stood? You stood? Mustard. Um, yeah, and if it's on your mouth, it's a fever blister, and that is a form of herpes. So why would everybody want to touch that? So I all week, mine just now cleared up today, so you can't see, but all right here, I've had my nose herpes. All you have nose herpes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so- is it fever blisters in your nose? That's exactly what it That's is. That's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But you have them on your mouth hole, so that's more yeah. disgusting. Mine go all inside my nostril right here and then all on the side of my nose, so it's extra sexy. So then people are like, oh, you've got something. On. They do the same thing. They don't touch it, but they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm aware of the six sores mm-hmm. around my nose, but thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate it. Just let's stop pointing out. Unless something's in your teeth and it's, you know, if it's food, that if it could be removed – Oh my God, I will never forget. I made the biggest mistake one time, Catherine. God, this just reminds me. This is a mutual friend of ours. I'll tell you off the podcast. They fixed their, they have, they have since fixed their teeth, but a few years ago, they were not yet famous and had not yet fixed their teeth. And I feel like I know who this is. And we're sitting there and we're like right next to each other. Exactly who this is. We're right next to each other at a table. And I was like, hey, you've got something in your teeth and, they, and they're like um yeah that's my team <laughs> like, yeah I just have bad teeth I was like oh no like was it like a gap or was it just like a brown spot like a broken like a like a brown yeah like a real it, like a rotted one yeah like a little rotted <laughs> like a dying branch <laughs> so my point is is never point out shit on people unless you know for sure it can easily be flaked off scraped off or flossed out okay don't i don't even tell people that they have stuff in their teeth i just don't do it i just i get i get nervous because i'm gonna say it the wrong way well if i don't i don't do if it i'm close enough to somebody i will i'm 100 percent sure i've told you there was stuff in your teeth before like i've if i know you well i cannot sit there and talk to you and see the thing in your teeth without <laughs> fixing it i have to say something Anyway, how's your week been? <laughs> Where have you been this weekend? This is, oh, by the way, for the listeners, uh, we're four minutes in. This is a catch-up episode of Cheaty's Podcast. We have not done these in forever. We used to do them weekly. We'll get back to it at some point. Probably, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, we've been very busy. Where have you been? Where have you been? Uh, everywhere. I went to home to Louisville, Kentucky for um, Thanksgiving for two days, and then now I'm in West Palm Beach. I did. I was headlining the Palm Beach Improv this Friday and Saturday, Thanksgiving weekend. Nice, nice. And it looked good. Uh, it looked busy as hell down there. 
yeah, it was fun. It it was fun. It's definitely like, you know, you you most of them were really fun. This was a this was okay. A couple things you do notice the difference between you know I've been doing like one nighters on like Wednesdays, Tuesdays, right? Mm-hmm. So those crowds are you're just they're your crowd. You know, what I mean, like they're no one's coming to they a club on a Tuesday. If they're coming, yes. yeah, 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 because they follow you. Yep. They see that you're coming, yes. so they're like. They're, you know, respectable people. They're respectable they, people because they're coming out to see you. I would disagree, but go ahead. So those are freaking weirdos who have come out of the freaking woodwork and driven five states over. I think, honestly, Catherine, I'm, I'm a little concerned it's the same crowd from Louisville that's just, just following you around the country. I think there is, like, an old rickety, like, a megabus that is just full it, of your friends. I call them carnies. Yeah, your carnies. <laughs> But it's spelled with a K for Catherine. And your yeah. carnies just, they have a bus, and then they follow you around to all of your one-nighters. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like that because I don't understand how, pe- how people are at my show. I don't get it. No, it's great. Every I time I walk that. out. I need that. I'm like, what are you, I'm like, what are you guys doing Why here? are you here? Okay, so big difference. Yeah, for the listeners, for people who don't do comedy, they don't understand. When you do weekend shows at a club, th- those people are there because they wanted to see comedy. They wanted a date night. They wanted a whatever. They're not necessarily yeah. coming for you. They're just you're getting a mix of everything. You're getting some people who like yeah. you, but you're also getting a lot of people who just are like comedy period. Very much so. And, and it would, but it, it was fun weekend, but yeah, you, you've got, you get some, uh, um, some just drunkos. Mm-hmm. Here's my favorite. The, the late show Friday. So I, I had plug Chapman featuring with me. He's an Atlanta comic. He was down here cause he's got family down here. Right. So he hit me up. He's like, Hey, can I help on the shows with you? Yeah, absolutely for sure. He's hilarious. So He's such a good comic. God, I love him. Phenomenal. Yeah. But so his family was all here. So they came to the, the late show on Friday. Uh, and they all sat him together. Like they were like half the show on this show, right? Yeah. His whole family. Like there's like t- like tons of them right on this side. And then and then everybody else who just came to the show was on this side. And um I, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it very much segregated turned it very segregated <laughs> I, I did say i was like this room is very divided but it was like funny like um it was like they how else do i say they wanted an urban show do you understand what i'm saying like they wanted they like and so i go and so okay so how, how do i describe this uh it was like they wanted like I went up there and was just having a blast and just like I crowd worked for 25 minutes sure. and it was hilarious. And then the other half of the room was like, what, what is happening? What, these people, these people, you know what I mean? These people are from Maine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they came down here for Thanksgiving and they're wearing their Argyle sweaters. And, uh, and it was a very beautiful mix of two different types of yeah. crowds in one show. Yeah. 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 It sounds like they were and, all at two different shows. Yeah, and they did not want the same thing. <laughs> they did not. Uh, no. So that was a fun show. It was an interesting show. But uh, yeah, it was fun. It's been a very fun weekend. And, um, you know, I have been to a lot of the past two weeks. I've been to a baby shower and a wedding shower at 31 years old. And realized all my friends are discussing if they want to paint their walls eggshell mm-hmm. or seashell white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like which which burping cloth is best mm-hmm. and I have just kind of realized that we have gone in different paths yes me and all of those people and I am 
not that their path is wrong. I'm grateful for my path. Yeah. Be 38 and still be going through that. (laughs) And I do care about the paint on my walls, but then every other day I'm like, do I just sell this house? Do I just get it? Like one day I'm like planning. I'm like on Pinterest. I've got a whole, a whole thing. And I'm I'm like planning each and every room. And I'm like, Oh, I've got a, there's a new sale at world market. Like I should get some baskety thing for this wall. And then the next day I'm like, I don't need a house at all. Why was I ever thinking that I needed a house? I don't, who needs to live anywhere? Actually, I could just continue to live in Vegas where I've been for the past nine days. Dude, I'm all about the nomad life. I'm about the, the getting the credit card for the travel points and being on the road. I, I love this life. I'm so grateful for this life now. I've had such a fun couple weeks. This because I, because I, I think because I've seen the other side yes. that I, I haven't experienced in a while, and and all my friends are pregnant or mm-hmm. are building a nursery, and I'm so happy I'm not on that path. Yeah. I, I think, you know, booking a last minute trip to West Palm Beach because a comic backed out and you'll take the gig, is it's the life for me, baby. Nice. Hey, where are you going today? You said you've got a black car picking you up today. Where are you going? Yeah, you know that improvs, they they sit they send a little Cadillac Escalade to pick you up and drop you off at the airport. And I remember dude, I when I, I remember when I got I've been I've done an improv before, so i I'm used to this. These these, these are the Taj Mahals, baby. Yeah. But um I remember when I got when I landed at the airport on Friday morning and uh and my driver was texting me and he was like, I'll pick you up a minute escalade. And so I walked out to the curb after I got my bags and I walked up to this Escalade and the driver, I knocked on the window. I was like, you waiting for Catherine? And he get, looked me up and down. I mean, I was wearing sweatpants. Yeah. So I look like scruff. And he was like, no. And like rolled the window back up. And then this business, like fancy ass man walked up and like got in his seat. And as he walked up, as he was loading in, my Escalade pulled up and I got in too. And I was like, bitch, I'm rich too. And I got in and I'm not, it's target sweatpants. Uh, but it felt good. It felt good nice. to, to prove to him, um, that I'm an, I'm a black, I'm a black car yeah, girl. girl. I had a, a, a moment I've never had before. I had a, so I've been in Vegas all week. Like I said, I'm out here working. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. Working the, uh, so America, so apparently a lot of people are very confused. Okay. So I've, I've noticed based on all of my DMS that I don't think anyone knows, like I thought I was clear when I posted, but I've learned nobody cares. Nobody is actually watching or reading or seeing anything that you're posting or paying attention. So well, I made an announcement that I was doing the just live the live shows. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just go along with whatever the hell. But just to clarify, there is a TV show called America's Got Talent. I was on it. The sh- season is over. I am not on the next season. That's that is a TV show. Uh, they have been doing a residency at the Luxor in Vegas, and they take lots of different acts from the show, and they all perform here for like a year straight. And a lot of people come in and out. The different acts might switch out when people need to leave or travel or whatever. And so they've had me here for a week. So I've done 12. Well, I've got two more shows tonight. So I've done 10 shows so far. I've got two more tonight. And then I fly back home uh, to Atlanta tomorrow, Monday. Um, so anyway, that's what we're doing. It's a live show. So, so fun. It's a 1,400-seater theater. Uh, every show, there's been over 900 people in it. I mean, it's wild. Like, I'm doing so – Yeah, cool. it's been It's been crazy. I mean, it's super fun. It's the thing we all want to do, you know, big theaters. But the difference is, same kind of thing. Nobody's coming for you. They're just coming for a show. So they're just like a show, you yeah. know? So it's a little, 
it's mixed feelings because some crowds, like there's way more people who know me from the show and love me and they freak out. And then there's, you know, not all the shows are like that though. Some people are just like, there's just like a pocket of people and they're like, Lace! and I'm like, cool. And then there's like 800 other people just death staring at you. Just like, we're here to see the jugglers. Like we don't, are there puppies? Cause we'd Wait, much is rather it, is see. Is it like a variety yes. show? So it's just like America's Got Talent. So they have it set up where, so, okay. The shows that I've been on all week. There's me. I do pre-show. Then there is a. Then there's light balance. So does that mean you're warming up the audience? Oh, yeah, before the show actually starts, I go out for ten minutes and I do. I. I sometimes I tell. I'm just. I'm, I don't do a set at all. I didn't want to do that because I think that's weird. So I didn't want to do a set. They kind of let me do whatever I want. So I've done trivia. I do a little mix of everything. I do trivia. I make some jokes. I pick on people. I ask where people are from. I. I do all that. She wanted me down. The the resident director wanted me down in the audience. So like I go down, I'm wearing high heels and like we've got two different warm up outfits. And one is like a satin suit from head to toe with a sparkly top I'm obsessed with. And then another one's like a cat suit. It's like all patent leather with a big blazer. And I'm like in five inch heels and I'm walking up and down the aisles. Like and I'm like on Great. and off the stage and there's no rails on the stage to like get up and down. So every, every night is a death defying act, honestly. Yeah. Like I might be doing stand up, but this is, this is hard work. So right. I go in and out and I do, I do uh, trivia and I hand out gifts and people get stuff right and uh, do all this. And then I, I started doing this thing where I go, okay, if anybody were to audition for America's Got Talent right now, and you could do it fast because then the whole time I've got a thing in my ear for the the director is like tell him or this the head of the stage everything, she's in my ear and she's like four minutes, and then she'll go three, two, you know she'll count me down, and then what I all I have to do is I just have to make sure that everything I do is done and I am back on stage center stage because this the this giant thing this huge screen behind me um, starts to do a countdown and it's ten nine. Eight. And so I have to be up there, the lights all dim, and then I have to be like, how's everybody going to act when this show gets started tonight? And then people lose their freaking minds, and then I make them do it one more time, and then by the time it says one, and then I'm, I'm off the stage. So I have to do, I have to make all this shit happen. Yeah, so I do this thing where I ask people if they want to audition. I've had, I'm so glad that I do it, because I've seen so many different things and it's the cutest when it's a kid, you know, and they're like, me, me, me. And then they'll do like a dance or gymnastics or something. A girl is a cheerleader. They like go on stage and do so it. I brought some people on stage or brought some people in the floor. So last night, the second one was a guy from, he lives in Denver now. He's from Columbia originally. And he, um, Columbia, Columbia, Columbia. Columbia, Columbia. Anyway, he is, uh, he's a, he's a salsa dancer and a salsa instructor. And so he's like, I'm going to audition. And I was like, not audition, but I'll do my thing. And I was like, awesome. Come up here. And I was like, you got a partner with you. And he's like, no, will you dance with me? And I was like, okay. So like I get, I bring him all the way up on the stage. I put down the mic and then we salsa dance on the stage. And, uh, and that was a lot of fun. But then he takes the mic and he's like, I want to talk to the audience. And I'm like, oh God, here we go. So like you're in. No. It gets real tricky because these people, once you give them an inch, like some of them are, you know, dying to be like dying to talk to a whole crowd. And some of them are like, oh, please barely, like, I don't even want to be here. You know, I'll sing my little song, but then yeah. let me sit back down. I'm embarrassed. But this dude like makes the whole audience sing. He's like, everybody get on your feet. And I'm literally standing next to him on stage. And I'm like, I have 10 seconds. I was like, 10, se 10 seconds, 10 seconds. And he like tries to do a quick little instruction on salsa and I literally like he's like okay shimmy okay shimmy now do your foot forward now do, and I'm like dude what who are you no 
And I'm like, okay, great, let's okay. hear it. You know, and I like grab the mic out of his hand. Yeah, you're like, okay, little little Julio Cruz, little Terry, yeah, a little spicy Terry a little Cruz, spicy, tiny, tiny, spicy, like, spicy t- is he trying to take your job? Exactly. I was like, dude, you gotta like, but it's so funny when you put you you you're pulling people out of a crowd in Las Vegas. Like, you don't know what's about to happen. So that's been really fun yeah. all week. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I do the warm up, and then I do a set later in the show. And, uh, then we all come back out and we get introduced in like to do our big bows and we all bow on stage together and we have three costume changes every night, uh, for each show. So we do two shows a night, six costumes, six costume changes. And, uh, yeah, it's been wild. But when I pulled up, okay. So when I got here, when I landed last week, uh, I get out first times ever, this has ever happened. I'm down at baggage claim to get my bags. And there is a, a fancy gentleman in a suit standing there with an iPad with my name on it. And I was like, yes. oh, shit. And yes. I was like, that's me. And I walk over and he takes my bags. He, like, didn't make me carry anything. He carries all my – he rolls all my stuff out. Limo. Full-blown. Not like a car that says limo on it. Like an actual stretch limo. And he opens the doors and I get to get in the back. And granted, it's only, like, a 20-minute ride to the freaking hotel. But I was like – I had my one little Vegasy moment. That was it. Doesn't matter, dog. That's it. But that's the life. Yeah. That's when you, right before you get in the car, you, you're like, uh, and you just, you take a little glance. Like, you look around, everybody, you see, yep. you see who notices. Everybody sees. You go, yeah. Oh, you're all getting in limo? And then you go, okay, never mind. Oh. Oh, is it, it's the only car on the road oh. in Vegas? Okay. This is the only, it's the only vehicle they allow? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, okay. Look, look, that girl's shacking. Look, that girl just got an Uber limo. Yeah. Home from her shack yep. last night. Yep. Uh, yeah. Vegas, baby. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't get it old. It does not get old. I loved every single second of it. Every little, every minute of the 20 minute drive over here. Uh, oh, I guess in the morning they're going to send me a car to go back to the airport. <gasps> Probably going to do it again in the morning. I didn't even think about that. Dude, I've been, uh, I've been, here's what I've been investing in on my Black Friday um, it, for my plowfs. Okay. For my plows, my plane outfits. Oh, your plows. Because it's all about your travel, sure, your sure, travel sure, attire sure. now. Okay, all right. Because you want people when they see you to get into the car, you want to look. You don't want to look like you're trying too hard. Sure. You know what I mean? The 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 casual, the casual celebrity. Sure. Do you know what sure. I mean? Like a like maybe like a baggy acid wash jean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with like a little bomber jacket. But that's not comfy. It's all about in the plane though. You there's yes it is, it's comfy when you look around and you see people's eyes. Okay, yes, that is a comfortable feeling when they see yeah. you. Yeah, nothing else. Okay, right. got it. It hurts. Yeah, hurts your body. Yeah, but feels good inside your soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound terrible, oh, girl. I'm so, yeah, I'm it hurts. It hurts really bad. Um, okay, but tell me, what, do, you, do you get to do any material you want? There's kids in the audience. This is what I've been dying to ask you. Like, what's oh, your? Oh, so no. What do you do? Um, so this week is just. Did they have to approve it, like the show? No, but it is a lot of kids. It's a lot of families. So I could do. I mix it up a little bit every night. Uh, every time I'm on stage, I mix it a little. But honestly, it keeps it easier if I just stick to like the clean stuff that I know I have, you know what I mean? Like I don't really want to go too off the rails because I know what works. Like the times that I've pushed it a little bit, I'm like, I can see how they react. And I'm like, oh man, like I don't yeah. want to, 
So I've decided, like, if I come back, if I do this, because they're, you know, they're, they're essentially, like, I guess, testing me this week, and then they're going to make an offer if they want me to come back as a rotating host, because I might be coming back as a host, I might be coming back doing the same. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There'd have to be a lot of discussions, because it is, is a lot to, like, be in Vegas. It, this is, like, every piece of food, like, yeah, you get a per diem, but you still, still end up buying things. Everything is so wildly expensive here. Um, yeah. They're like, do you want three grains of quinoa for $28? Oh, exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, it's a lot. I'd, I'd really have to, I don't know. We don't want to get too much into that. Cause we'll see when the offer comes. Uh, there's there's going to have to be some negotiations and some discussions if I come back out here for a longer period of time. Um, but if I come back, I'm going to like go home and write stuff specifically about Vegas, like after spending a week here and have more of a set. That's more of like people from here like this and people from here like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to have to like, after everything that I've gathered and worked on, like I, you got to do that to make them happy. Like, because these people are traveling, people are international. People are from literally all over the country. Um, Vegas is a very specific experience. Like I have some jokes now about it, you know, from being here, but like, I want a whole set that is smart. That is just about traveling. And because you're, these people are coming to you. So you kind of need to talk to the, like, it's not like a regular comedy club. So I don't know. It's been, it's definitely been a learning experience. It has been, it's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. Exciting every night. Huge audience. I mean, it's, you know, you're glamorous. You're all done up. And wardrobe? Wardrobe. Yeah. You're like. Do, do they do hair and makeup for no, you? I do all my hair and makeup every night. So. God, come on. Yeah, it's still just a theater show. I mean, it's just like every other show in Vegas. There's not, it's not TV. So you got to do all, yeah. they expect you to, you know, doll it up and they love, they love all the big Vegasy looks and stuff. So yeah, you kind of have to do all that. Um, my hair is crispy now at this point like it from curling it and hairspraying it every day like this is no longer that is no longer my hair this is some sort of straw it is hard it's scratchy if i put it on the the speaker you could hear my hair makes noise now so do do you think do you think people are just wearing wigs I think probably a perform every lot night. of people in some of these shows out here. Maybe I don't think AGT's show, but I, I think a lot of these shows, people are definitely wearing wigs for sure. Yeah. This is a lot of damage due to your hair every day. I mean, it, it is literally like crispy and I've washed it and conditioned it. And it's still like, ugh. do you think the Kardashians are always wearing wigs? Yes. Like when they go dramatically to blonde, but it's long and blonde. One thousand percent yes they just have crazy high quality what's underneath there hair pulled back real tight probably like eight strands of their real hair is probably underneath there do you think they don't really have hair i think that they're all aliens so yeah of course (laughs) they're all very sexy aliens that's exactly what it is they've got like they've got it's just like a bald like just big bald spotches and do you remember do you remember that movie well i don't know if you ever saw it but um God, it's my favorite. The the pageant movie where everybody dies. 
Oh my god, you've never watched movies though. Damn it, the uh, damn it, what is it called? Oh, I've watched it a thousand times. But anyway, the one girl who comes out, she's got the patches of hair. Anyway, I think that's what the I think that's what the Kardashians look like. Dude, do you ever so when like you open Google, you like tab on your phone, it gives you all the little little articles right before you hit the search. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I think I clicked on a Kardashian one one time. And like so it always gives me a Kardashian tease. It'll be like two fans are upset two family members were not like portrayed in the kardashian thanksgiving portrait or whatever and like and like i'm 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 googling something you know i'm very busy sure i'm about to embark on a on a research journey from my my huge epic art that i'm creating and in my head i go i'm like don't don't click don't click on the Kardashian clickbait. Don't click on the Kardashian clickbait. I you have things to do. They you have things to do. Like this this isn't gonna enhance your life at all. And and I, I'm like, move on, move on, move on. And then I click on it every time. Do it? And I fall into a Kardashian hole. <laughs> you ever fall into a Kardashian okay, hole? hole? <laughs> a lot of a lot of men have said that. Uh okay, hole. <laughs> oh, Drop Dead Gorgeous is the name of that movie. Damn it. Have you ever seen it? No, oh, it had Brittany Murphy. I did. R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. It had everybody. I did just walk. I watched American Beauty for the first yeah, time. The first time. How great is that movie, though? The only thing that weirded me out, but watching it is, I remember my dad loving it oh. and like having like a poster of oh. it and being like, "No, that's weird." No. Oh, Catherine, that's weird. Okay, we'll add that to the list of reasons you don't talk to your dad. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. really fucking weird. I, he had that. He had I that moved poster? that up to number two. That mm. screwed up. It's still a good movie, mm-hmm. but it is a disturbing movie. But it's very well made. It's great acting. It's a beautiful film. But yeah, it's that's that's very weird for your dad to have like had a poster of. Because he's into his daughter's teenage friend. Exactly. That's what the whole movie. Very into her. Yikesy. Okay, so wait, let, that brings me back. Um, before we get done with our catch up, I'm curious how did your how'd your Thanksgiving go? Did you see Mary Jo? You see everybody? Yeah, I saw I went to Owensboro. I saw my my mom's side of the family. I only see them once a year, but they're so funny. Dude, do you ever like my 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 mom is had three brothers. She she uh she was the only um girl. She had three brothers and that was it. And First of all, I I wish I wish I like would have asked questions beforehand, but they started telling me, well, first my uncles, you ever realize you're like, dude, I'm I'm the least funniest person in my family. Like what my my uncles are so damn my uncle Vince is the funniest human being on the face of the planet. I think I've picked up on twelve percent of his humor, and that's how I've made a career of being a humorous person. Um, but I didn't realize like I, I went back and realized they, they started telling me stories about how how Catholic my grandpa was and how strict they were, yeah. and uh, and it, like like uh, like I, I didn't really, like like my my oldest uncle he's a doctor he's an ER doctor now but he he was really into like anatomy and they all went to Catholic school and my grandpa uh, wouldn't let him take the bi- biology class because they taught him the theory of evolution. Wow. And it, you know, it didn't go along with his Catholic views sure. and how they, they went to mass every morning and how his grandpa stood up and protested one day in church because a girl was wearing too short of a skirt and the priest wouldn't serve her communion. And and I it's so funny, I just realized like 
Like that's how my mom grew up. My mom was yeah. was in that. My mom has since passed, but uh, how like quickly shit changes generation to generation. Yeah, drastically. It is wild to think that yeah. your mom grew up like that. Like that was her dad and that was his, the, those were his views. Yeah, that's wild. That's pretty cool. But, but like I did not grow at up all. like yeah. that at all. Like because well, your mom probably like they, made it a point not to. She probably knew how, you know, oppressive and ridiculous that is and chose not to. But she didn't even like bring it up. Like I didn't even know any of this. Yeah, maybe she didn't want. To. I didn't even know how Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how like he uh, like would it, like my my oldest uncle like he he'd gotten divorced and remarried his wife now uh, Jenny and she's like the best the best human being on the face of the planet and like she would go over and try and help take care of my grandpa because they lived in the same city and he wouldn't acknowledge her because she wasn't catholic and, and, and he had got gotten old yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and got an old man in the catholic church and um like eventually like she was going over and like truly taking care of him and bringing him groceries and eventually he turned around but but like um i just that I, that my like catholic i mean i went to a catholic school but like it was never that strict or I, I don't know it's just interesting to like go I wish I would have asked more questions when my mom was alive yeah. to hear like I, I don't think I ever realized how um strict and yeah like well at least like, you've got the uncles and you can talk to all of them about it did you get to see cousin Kim no she's on my dad's side oh, I didn't see them this time I'll have to go back for Christmas yeah yeah I to hear what, what did kind you, of adventures you, were, you were there I want to hear what kind of adventure she's up to um yeah I had to I kind of skipped Thanksgiving altogether I guess this year so I was out here my mom and dad took their they would they took the timeshare week and went to Lake Lure North Carolina they did that and then my sister and her husband did well her my sister's father-in-law this isn't a very funny episode. This is just facts. Um, he has been in the hospital for, God, over a month now, if not longer. He's had multiple heart surgeries. He's had a lot of complications, a lot of issues. So they've been driving like two hours one way to Augusta back and forth regularly to go deal with him and, and check on him and all that. So they couldn't really have a Thanksgiving because he was in the hospital and then they didn't really, you know, they didn't have really the Thanksgiving spirit. He couldn't, they couldn't cook him food and bring it because he's on a, he's on a liquid diet right now. I mean, just all kinds of, so everybody was just kind of, you know, we were just like, let's just not, we're just not going to do Thanksgiving. And then, but the good thing, uh, Jared, he flew into Vegas to come see me. He just flew out this morning. Uh, so he flew in on Thursday, but it was too late to do like a Thanksgiving, but he came to my shows and then his birthday was Friday. So I took him out for his birthday and yeah, we hung the last three days. He, he hung out here with me. So I had somebody, so it was good, but I still haven't had like a dinner. I said, like, I, I do want to come home and cook a Thanksgiving dinner. I do think I want to. You do? It's so much work. No, but I. I'm dying for like some green bean casserole or just. It is good. No, it really is. I just need some casserole. Like I want that, and I want some dressing, or at least a deviled egg. Like I want to make some deviled eggs. God, a deviled egg, a good deviled egg is so good, oh, and a bad deviled egg is so, so bad. bad. But I make really good deviled eggs. I'm kind of dying for like a couple of Thanksgiving items. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna do. Oh my God, some like mashed potatoes some mac and cheese some like goes, really good baked melty mac and cheese like that's what i i need a little bit of all that maybe some broccoli it goes yeah i've changed i've changed 
it goes green bean casserole top for me. So good. Stuffing. Stuffing. I don't know. I used to not like stuffing, oh my but I've grown up. Oh, it's so good. I think it might come with success. <laughs> Idiot. Sweet potato casserole mm-hmm. and deviled eggs. Yeah, dressing. That would be my four. My, when my mom makes it, and I make it the way she makes it, might be one of my favorite. But I, do, does everybody have that cranberry marshmallow thing? What's the cranberry marshmallow thing? Why do you call it marshmallow? Are you talking about cranberry in the in the can? No. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the cranberry marshmallow I've thing. I've never heard of that I guess not everyone does no, that. Don't know. Is it legit like marshmallows I, on cranberries? There's like, it's like a, it's like a mixture, mm-hmm. but there's marshmallows in it. It's cranberry. It's creme, it's cranberry. That sounds disgusting. I, I'm going to be honest. I do not care for uh, cranberry stuff. Like I don't like the jelly cranberry shit and I don't like it when they put cranberry on stuff. I don't, I don't know. Don't care for it. I like a cranberry juice. Okay. I like the. T- well, maybe when you become more successful. Maybe I think that's what it is. It's my lack of success. Yeah, that's, that's why. Um, yeah. Speaking of success, I don't think that we've told the story yet of um, our our big night out, our our big uh, steak dinner out that we almost didn't go to <laughs> after the Sandler. Oh concert. God, I totally forgot. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we've talked about it. Uh, all right. No, we haven't. Okay. <laughs> I forget that that happened. <laughs> All right. All right. Long story short, as fast as possible, I got to go get on my plane. We did a live cheaties episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and it's two episodes back. Yeah. We did a live cheaties episode for Red Clay Comedy Festival. We had Ashley Hesseltine and Sean Patton on. It's probably definitely will always be one of our favorite oh, episodes. It was amazing. It was so funny. So amazing. And I, you know, have been friends with, with Spade. Now we're, we're, I'm opening with him. And, and the listeners, uh, he, that's David Spade. Into- David Spade from, you know, and, TV and uh, film. She's been opening for him we, for a while. He was in town in Georgia near the Atlanta area with, because Adam Sandler's on the road now. And he is doing some guest opening spots for Sandler. So he said, come on down. And... He said I could bring a friend, and I said I don't have any friends, but I'll bring Lace. <laughs> I knew that was coming. All right, nice, nice, nice. Okay. Um, and when we say Sandler's doing a show, this isn't like he's not at a comedy club. He is at the freaking. It's now the Gath South Arena. I mean, what does it hold? Like freaking five thousand, maybe more. So tens of tens of filled. thousands of people are in there, and yeah, it, was it was filled out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we go back and we we have a silly billy time back backstage. Spade brought us to go meet Sandler and his whole crew. Dressing room. Yeah. The whole crew. Everyone's in there. there. Y'all, if you watch all the Adam Sandler movies, like the dude who always has the crooked eye, I forget his real That's my favorite. He's, I didn't I didn't realize that's that's his assistant. Dude, I cannot believe that that is his so, assistant. But, the tall okay if you if you watch this movie he's the the tall blondish guy yes. that goes like <laughs> yes and he because i don't know if he's really an actor i don't know i don't no, know he's but an he actor is his and like, he's always he always has like a crooked eye or like he can not steve jimmy but no the other guy with crazy eyes yeah 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 yeah. i'm gonna look it up and get his name but he's literally one of my favorites uh, it's john he's so nice too. his name's john longren 
And yeah, if y'all, if Jonathan is his full name, but he introduced himself as John, he is hilarious. He's there. He's so funny. Um, also, freaking my old buddy, which we've told the story in the podcast Rob, multiple times, Rob Schneider. Oh, Rob Schneider. So we're hanging out, oh, Spade, Sandler, Schneider, the whole crowd, the whole crew, and we're all back. Sam Morell is there. there. So freaking funny. Yeah, lots of lots of really funny dudes doing this massive show and we're just chilling. They let us come over and stand on the side of the stage and just kind of watch. And it was awesome. It was a great, yeah. a great freaking show. Yeah. And so they always go out to dinner afterwards. Like that's, that's his thing is uh, they go out to like a steak dinner afterwards. And, um, you know, I, I got word that we were invited, but I don't know. I get nervous. I, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to come off as a moocher. I know it's not right in the industry. So I was like, we're okay. We're going to keep going. And we're pulling out and Lace is like, why aren't we going to dinner? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I want to come off as a moocher. And, and Lace gave me a pep talk about this is how you make it in the business. You go to steak dinners with Sandler after the show. <laughs> definitely, not what he I, invites you. definitely not what I said. I said, you were invited. It's not mooching. You're not being weird. So. You were invited. Much like two weeks prior, I was invited to dinner with T-Pain and Dulce yeah. Sloan and Roy Wood Jr. You don't say no to these opportunities so that you can tell people later. I know. You went to a steak restaurant with cool people. They want you there. So we got, right, so I, so I messaged David. I go, David, we're hungry. Can we come to dinner? And he's like, yeah, come on. So they had already sat down. We walk in the restaurant and you, we like walked up the normal entrance and you just see this woman like, like put her hands on our backs and turns us. She's like, are you Sandler's girls? And we're like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. She'd come with me. And we like go out of the restaurant, like down this corridor and like into this secret, like it's like a business. It looks like a conference room. And we get in there and it's just like the whole crew. It's like, like every opener, he's got, uh, God, what was the dude on stage with him that's a writer for SNL? Oh, Dan Bullens. Dan, Dan, Dan Bullens. So if anybody watched Sandler's last special on Netflix where he sings a bunch of songs and he's got a guy on keyboard behind him, a lot of those songs were co-written or written by Dan Bullens, who is a writer for SNL and literally one of the most talented musicians and comedians. Like, I don't know. I, I adore his style of humor. But yeah, so he's there. I forgot about God, everybody. Literally everybody's there. Yeah, so they're all in this yeah. room all around and there's yeah. two little empty chairs sitting there next to David Spade. Yeah. Just waiting for us. Yeah. And uh it was so fun. And I, my favorite thing is so Dan is is currently a writer on SNL and so that it was Saturday night. So they've got a big screen and they're trying to pull up SNL to so he can watch yeah. the show yeah. and see how his, his jokes were. And that was uh that was also Chappelle's night when he he gave that phenomenal monologue it yeah it was really cool we, and like and like his whole crew's there too like he's got like you know like his business partner is you know i think his brother yeah, does his like brother some, does stuff for him too. one of his business partner yeah. yeah and like it was so cool and they were so nice and and like friendly and just uh just very laid back just so laid back very chill like exactly how you would think all of those guys would be they're so normal so cool so funny it was really nice. Yeah. I think my favorite part of the entire evening and the following day is just to watch um, David Spade scold Catherine for any food that she puts in her mouth. Yeah, um, he constantly does that's, this. I think, my favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah. You know, and he he means well. He was trying to prepare me for Hollywood. Yeah. And he's like, you, you, you are, you're about Chris Farley. You look like, <laughs> Hollywood sees you as Chris Farley. <laughs> 
So we need to, we need to scale down. We need to scale back <laughs> a little bit, girlfriend. And he does it out of the warmth. Sure. The warmth of his cold, cold heart. Well, yeah. So, uh, and yeah, he's, and it's not working. There's no, no one, no one can scold me enough. I love food too yeah. much. It'll never yeah. work. She it, still yeah. licked the plate at the, at the restaurant. You can't stop her. She still ate the dessert. Yeah. She did it all. Yeah, it was free dessert, but yeah. it came with it came with a glaring eye really did. from him. Which while it when every bite went into my yeah. mouth, I loved it. It's my new favorite thing to know. Yeah. It's my new favorite piece of information. All right, um, he was like, "You can at least chew slower." <laughs> that was so fun. All right, I've got my go. escalates here. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can cut a hole in my 20 story window and throw myself out of the Luxor right now. Um, okay. Well, we love all of y'all. Thank you so much. We've had some really funny reviews lately. I have to read this most recent one cause we haven't read a review in forever. I know you've got to go. He can hold tight for one second. Um, this is my favorite review I think we've ever gotten and y'all please leave us reviews. We will read them on the podcast. Uh, here's my favorite one. It says four out of five dentists recommend cheaties i think oh, this is great one. i found i found out about Catherine from of all places my dentist facebook page yes shout out to the crew at dr nunnally's office for posting about how excited they were to go see their old client perform back in louisville a few months ago now i get all of my stand-up recommendations from my dentist's office as they led me to <laughs> Catherine and lace love the podcast love y'all stand up five stars five stars uh, that is hilarious. And y'all, please, wherever you heard about us, we want to know. And we want to know what you think of the podcast, if it's positive. If it's not, keep that to yourself. And yeah, go to iTunes or... If it's negative, leave it in a YouTube comment like everyone there else. There you go. YouTube's for all the negativity. And then Apple Podcasts and Spotify are for positive comments. So yeah, leave us right. leave us reviews. Um, hit us up. Keep listening. Keep telling your friends about us. We've got a live Cheaties podcast coming up in uh, Nashville, Tennessee at Zany's, one of the best comedy clubs in the country on December 18th. That's a Sunday. Pretty sure the show starts at 8 that night. Go ahead and get your tickets right now. Let's sell it out. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have surprise special guests. You do not want to miss it. Catherine, you've got some upcoming shows you want to advertise real quick? Yes. Uh, this Wednesday, I will be in in Chicago at Zany's. Zany's Chicago, I'm headlining. And then Thursday, December 1st, I'll be at the Milwaukee Improv headlining. And then I'm actually in Lexington, Kentucky this Friday and Saturday, December 2nd and 3rd, featuring for Adam Ray. Oh, my God. Um, I love Adam Ray so much. Did I tell you this? I literally requested to feature because I have to re-record my Sirius XM. Oh, that's my right, album that's right, that's for right. Sirius XM. That's right. Because they didn't take it because this audio quality was so bad, but they said if we reshot it. But I didn't want to waste a, like a headlining weekend doing old material. Right. So I'm trying to piece together an hour or 45 minutes and a feature set. Nice. Four feature sets. Dude, and he's right. incredible. Okay. He's so sweet. And I've got uh, I've got some shows yeah, coming up. Um I and I, the last episode I completely lied about where I was going to be. I got my weekends completely mixed up. So not that anyone cares cuz no one hit me up and told me they noticed that there was a problem. But uh December 1st, Thursday, December 1st, I'm actually going to be at the Punchline because I'm going to be in Atlanta that night. So uh I'm working with my buddy Chris Frangiola. You might know him from Chelsea lately. Uh Love him to death. I'm working with him Thursday and then December 2nd and 3rd. I'm at the Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia. And then next weekend, the 8th, 9th, and 10th, I'm going to be in Austin, Texas. You can catch me at the Creek in the Cave um, the December 9th and 10th. And yeah, that's it. All right. We love all of you. Thank you so much. Catherine, get the hell out of here. Go get in your limo.
Toodles, bye! Bye! If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blanford, at It's Catherine Blanford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.